Dating can be exciting, fun, and full of promise, but at the same time, it can be confusing, upsetting, and stressful. So shall we talk about it? This is the Dating Dilemmas podcast with myself, Neha, and Ramina. So <laughs> I know, I realise. Oh, waiting, trying to let's see who's going to... Um, yeah, we first. didn't establish who's going to go first. It's like you literally ghosted me, Romina. <laughs> Gosh, it's like quiet. I was just like, who's going to speak first? Well, that's what dating seems to be like in 2021, because that's what we're talking about on today's episode. It is, in fact, Casper the Ghost. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, I, ca- I haven't come across one person that either has been ghosted or has ghosted someone. It's so common. Yeah, it's really, really common. And like, so many people have said to me, like, oh, I've been talking to this guy and, you know, we had a really good day and he hasn't texted me today. He hasn't texted me. Uh, he hasn't texted me all week. Well, should I text him first or should I leave it? He's looking at my stories though. Why are we in these situations? You know. Yeah, and there's even a concept called soft ghosting. So at the end of the podcast, you'll find that what that is. Oh my god, there's so many variations, Romina. Honestly, but we have got a very positive soul on the uh, podcast today. A great energy who is going to give his insight to ghosting and of course our contributors. So should we go, Casper? <laughs> <laughs> So today I'm very excited and so is Romina because we have got a TV presenter, a producer and a qualified behaviour specialist trained to work with challenging behaviour in young people. He's a very talented young man. And of course, after winning a competition on Channel 4 years ago on SBTV, he went to interview some of the biggest names in music, TV, movies, music, sport, you name it. And of course, I know him very well because he is one of my uh, What's Up TV buddies on Sky One, which is now also another show that we're doing called Unmuted on Sky Arts, which will be coming out very soon. And he, of course, is one of the main hosts for that. He has done so many incredible documentaries. Like, I feel like he's just like burst on the scene and just done all of these documentaries in one go one after another after another and to be honest it's like anytime you put the TV on it's always repeating it's like always on the TV (laughs) One Punch Killers which was one of the biggest ones on Channel 5 Um, Vigilante Brits Street Justice Uh, When Kids Kill Eight Years Old and Smuggling Drugs When Teens Kill I mean he has done so many cybercrime documentaries and of course he's also done that big one on the BBC which was Stop and Search which kind of got a lot of people's attention especially with the uh, Black Lives Matter movement happening sort of close to that you know that was something everybody took an interest in and of course a documentary about Brexit which is on Amazon Prime I mean is there anything that you're not doing mate (laughs) it's Aaron Roach Bridgman how are you hey that was a wonderful intro do you know what that that made me kind of like recollect on things myself that I'm not even really thinking about anymore and it's kind of made me feel really special so thank you so much Nehar I appreciate that thank you so much (laughs) of course you um you know you've done all of that sort of work and you're a very busy man but I'm sure you must have had time to date in your lifetime right (laughs) yeah 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 definitely definitely yeah good good so before obviously we talk about today's topic I'm going to give it over to Romina yeah so I don't know you as well as Neha does so I'm in the same boat as like the listeners but we we've got a speed round so what we're going to do do is going to ask you 10 questions to get to know you a little better so for the first one um Choose three words to describe you as a person. Oh, um, determined, em- empathic, very empathic, and I'll say understanding as well, but understanding and empathic is kind of as one. So maybe I'd say, quite surprisingly, introverted. And if you could choose uh, one personality and one physical appearance trait that you really like in someone that you're dating, what would you pick? Personality trait, I would say kindness, and physical trait, 
Well, in terms of their body, their body, or what do you mean in terms of physical? Trait? Yeah, it could be any part of their body. Sort of any part of their body. <laughs> I like a wonderful toe. A toe would be nice, you know. Do you know? What? I like a. Um, I like. <laughs> this is crazy. I like, <laughs> I, I like. I like a, a a thicker body. If that makes any sense. Like I like. I like. I like. Um, I'm partial to a woman who uh, is. Uh, you know, got meat on, on her. I don't know how to say it in a respectful way. I'm trying yeah. to find a respectful someone way to say it. Someone yeah. who's got something to grab, right? <laughs> yeah, Kirby, yeah, I guess, but, yeah. It, but respectfully, respectfully. Hashtag respect. Okay, you don't want any images of like Aaron. Yeah, yeah, stop, stop. Move to the next one. Move to the next one. <laughs> Uh, every time we say that, a few a few weeks ago, we did a one on about um, what's it called? Chat up lines, and someone said to me that yeah. you're thicker than a Brexit voter. Like that that <laughs> that, 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 that just reminded me of it. Uh. And then for the next one, so um, if you had to choose three factors that are red flags to you when you're dating someone, mm. what would you choose? Materialism. Um, I would say. How can I say it? Like like uh, unkind, like unkindness, like um you know being being quite uh rude or treating people as lesser like um that's what i would say and i'm the third i would probably say lack of depth like lack of depth if mm. um if the conversation only um stays up on a a shallow level um those would probably be my red flags and what would be three green flags a sense of culture caring caring personality and um a will to a will to a will to uh, uh, a first for knowledge, a first mm. for knowledge. I like that. Mm. And then for the next one, if you had to pick an actor to star as you in a movie about your life, um, who would you choose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like Denzel, but he might be a bit too old. Like, it's kind of gonna. I would like Denzel, or um, yeah, I'd like Denzel. You know, Denzel Maybe. would be good. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he had the he had the right intensity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing. You say the right intensity as well, but like I know you've said this before about yourself. Like people probably see yeah. you as somebody quite serious, and I see you yeah. as the most like jolliest person in the world. Yeah, but like exactly. and like the Joker and like the <laughs> the the positive soul, the positive happy person to be around. Yeah. And obviously, you do a lot of documentaries and stuff. And from the outside, people must think you're a very serious person. But you're yeah. you're serious at the right time when yeah. needed. But otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know. But Denzel in in the right intensity. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and who would you say is your celebrity crush? Rihanna. She's fit. Yeah. I gotta keep it I gotta keep it with Barbados, baby. I gotta keep it <laughs> I gotta keep it in the homeland. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and just say that you were given one thousand pounds to spend, what's the first thing that you'll do with the money? Put some away. Mm. Um mm. put some away. And then after that I'll probably give. That's just how I am. I, I can't help it. I'll probably give like if it was just like just give do you know i'd probably put some away put some in crypto and then um look after people like my family yeah that's mm. probably what i do Aww. crypto save and family <laughs> <laughs> so you're ready um to go on a first date so what outfit would you pick to go i'll go with the um i'll go with the roll neck i'll go with the long jacket um the nice jeans and a nice trainer shoe hybrid nice yeah, yeah. And if you're prime minister for the day, what law would you put into place? Um, that all chill, uh, all young people in areas experiencing 
traumatic instances are entitled to aftercare after seeing traumatic instances. They're all entitled to aftercare because I feel like that will cause a massive change in what we see in terms of the violence in, in our society. Mm. Mm, that's a really, really good one. And then finally, for our last question, if you could pick an animal to best describe your personality, what animal would you pick? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting you to think, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's a bit... That's a bit of a strong one there. Um, probably... Uh, what's the one that can adapt to it? Uh, I think is it a chameleon. I'll be I'll probably be a chameleon because he can he can blend in with the surroundings uh, when he wants to and and be unobserved. But then he can also break out and be a character that is that is very much um, very much uh, in sight and and observable. So I think maybe a chameleon because I have that ability as well. Sometimes I can just blend in. I don't need to be the center of attention. But also when it's time, I can turn my collars off it's good yeah that's a really good one yeah that's a good one but also chameleons are actually quite colorful it's some of them are some different breeds and they are so all they stand out naturally without having to try so oh i like that you can you can add that next time someone asks you that all right i like that i love that (laughs) so of course before we go into the topic today we always ask our guests all this question so are you single are you in a situationship or are you in a relationship (laughs) (laughs) it's 2020 Aaron what can I say that's one of the options now oh situationships they are lovely aren't they I'm not I'm in a relationship so you've probably had many times and many situations in your life where you potentially have been ghosted I mean you could be the most popular person in the world you could be the most attractive Mm -hmm. person you could be the most kindest person but we've all experienced a little bit of ghosting in some way or another Mm. and let's be honest ghosting is low-key one of the most annoying modern dating problems there is out there um you could be ghosted on a dating app you could be date you know dating someone and then just randomly be ghosted some people even get ghosted in bloody relationships because people are too afraid to actually tell the truth you could be feeling the person so much you might not even be thinking that this could be a long-term relationship you know and all of a sudden you're ghosted just by, by wanting to have a bit of fun It could just be that you like hanging out and they're funny and they're cool and you get on with them so well and everything's going great. And then suddenly, (laughs) out of nowhere, they just disappear. Poof, radio silence. And you're sitting there and you're thinking, what the hell has happened? What is wrong with me? Peoples, have we experienced this before? (laughs) Do you know, I feel really, really bad because I've, I've more been a culprit than a victim i'm not gonna lie i have <laughs> that's okay i'm just waiting for i'm just waiting for ramina to speak up now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was a serial ghost that is really bad like when i was younger i used to do that i try not to do that now and i've mentioned it multiple times in the podcast but yeah i used to kind of just kind of ease it out or just kind of like dip a little bit out of it and yeah it's not the best thing but i guess yeah, I'm a ghoster. <laughs> okay, so you, let Neha? me. Let, well, I uh, don't know. I don't think I've. I'm quite. I'm quite honest, and I feel like I don't like ghosting. I'm not saying that you guys aren't honest. I'm just saying oh, I thanks. just feel like <laughs> I just feel like I would just feel like something's hanging over me. So I just and I do it more for me rather than for them. But now yeah. that I've experienced more dating, I would definitely say I would do it for them now. Whereas before, it was more for me because I didn't want to look like the bad person or I didn't want it hanging over my head. 
head or you know it would make me feel better but now I actually do it for them because I've been on the other side and I kind of mm. know how how horrible it is so um why did you I'll go to you first Aaron why did you feel like you needed to, to ghost without having to and obviously this must be when you were younger but like why did you feel like you had to ghost rather than just tell them you're not fit you're shallow I don't like you I'm not interested <laughs> it doesn't have to be those really but you if I'm really honest with you, um, the ghosting that I've done hasn't really been as premeditated as you would maybe think. It, it's hap- it happens quite naturally. And I know that sounds bad, but it, it's something that happens just naturally. I don't know how to describe it. It's like maybe things just run their course. But the thing what I've noticed is my ghosting's a bit different because I we, we've ghosted that side of things in our relationship, but I've managed to maintain a, a relationship with the people. So it's like we might um, catch up and, and speak at, at another date and we just catch up on each other and how each other are and realise that it's just it's just that now. It's a, it's a, it's a communicative um, f- uh, friendship, if anything. But I think that's because of how I am as a person. I, I, try, to, I try to be respectful in how my, my, my conduct has been towards women. So there's not many people that I've even dated in my life that I couldn't see now or even speak to now and it wouldn't be a, a great vibe or a good vibe so i don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it to you and that's okay. truthfully what's happened like, i i literally have um i have some form of like relationship with most people that i've been involved with in that way i i i, I all my ex-girlfriends i still have some form of a relationship with them we, we, we can still connect and speak and we're still cool with each other um but there have been times when I think for me, I think ghosting happens because sometimes things just come to a natural end or it's just run its course or maybe it's just, you know, it's got to where it's got to and it's not going to be any more than that. And I think in many cases, sometimes the ghosting can be on both sides. Yeah. Where you kind of mm. both just fade out and, you know, the asking of seeing each other or what you're up to tomorrow or next week or it just naturally stops happening. And you just say, oh, how are you? Hope you're well good to speak to you take care <laughs> i know it sounds yeah, crazy but, but it then happens. but then the people that have been ghosted may have felt a complete different way they may have actually really True. liked you and probably wanted more but True. for you it probably ran its course and you were respectful with it you weren't casper in a situation ship you kind of no. you know you did it in a respectful way hence the reason why if you were to bump into them nobody would like you know ignore you or shout abuse yeah. at you it'd just be like hey aaron <laughs> how are you da, 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 and walk off but what yeah. about you romina you know why did you ghost I think my one was a, a similar thing in the sense that it was like it's a fading one where it's kind of like it's sort of run its course. There's no point kind of entertaining it. So then probably maybe on their side, they might have seen me as kind of like stepping away. But then it was kind of like, I don't want to entertain anything that's not really there. Like, it's just kind of like a waste of time. Mm. But a lot of the I think a lot of it before was like a lack of communication. Like I don't feel like I needed to give them an explanation that's bad but like mm. I kind of felt like well I don't know I don't think that they like me that much so then it's kind of like well if I ghost they don't really like it won't really mean much do you know I mean but then I don't know what they're feeling on their side they might have been like oh wow like she's actually stopped talking to me what's happening and stuff like that but I don't try and do it in a cold way but I do try and ease it out so it's like naturally looks like it's ending rather than like I just stop speaking and completely ignore all their messages and stuff do you think our society is a society that's uh, struggling to have difficult conversations? 
Yeah, I think so. And I feel like it's it's a situationship thing as well. Like, if it's, you're in, like, a solid relationship, then it, obviously you can't really ghost. Like, that's not really fair. You know that there's, like, a sort of communication between you two that you know that you're together. Whereas when you're in a situationship, it's like neither of you owe explanation. So I think that's where there's that lack of communication. Mm. I think I think our society is struggling to build long-lasting connections. I think we're living in a time of um, of options, multiple mm. selection. We're over inundated with the amount of options and the way that we can access these options. So, to be honest, this is we we are in a time of of it's of of being really difficult to to create those long-lasting connections or find that long-lasting person in your life i think was it drake that had a lyric that said since sex got so much easier to get um love got so much harder to find or something like that and mm. i think it's the truth i'll be honest mm. with you and that's what i think is happening especially for the younger generation because they're in the crux they're in the absolute middle of this proliferation of technology and all these dating sites and all these social medias and so many images of so many people he's got his chest out out, his body out in the gym she's got you know all of her bits and stuff out in her pictures you can see so many people there's so many options mm. it's so hard to just keep your eyes in one place it, it's, it's difficult I'm not, I'm not justifying it by the way no no I get saying, you and then like there'll be like a tiny little thing like for example that they might not like and then they think right I can move on to the next one but because you're doing it yeah. so many times that that's I think where the ghosting comes into a little bit like yeah. Yeah. for example if I had to think of a relationship I had when I was sort of 17 I was with someone for eight years and, wow. you know, at that time, it was like I was young. Dating apps, well, I'm sure they were a thing, but they weren't really a thing as they are now. So for me, I didn't look elsewhere. There weren't that many options. And like, you just kind of went with it type thing. Whereas now, since mm -hmm. I've dated, you know, in my mid-20s to like my early 30s, it's a bit like, shit, you know, it's like bloody hell so many options out there like if you yeah. literally if like literally a guy says something wrong to me on a virtual date or something like that it's like instead of giving him a chance you just kind of like it's okay I've got someone else and then just slowly mm. just stop making so much of an effort with them but you don't tell them straight away you take your time about it and then yeah yeah, because another thing is, like, with apps, like, if you're speaking to, like, 10 people at a time, like, it's a lot of effort to have to each person explain, like, sorry, I don't feel the spark or, like, I'm not going to speak to you anymore. Mm. I feel it's a lot because it's, like, you end up doing it to everyone. So it's, like, sometimes you just probably end up ignoring or just not kind of, like, communicating and then you just ghost. Yeah, it's never so never true. a good thing. So let's talk about our own ghosting experiences of being ghosted ourselves. <laughs> I know it's a topic where it's like, oh, we've got to share our ghosting stories, but who gives a shit? Um, Romina, you go first. Give me one example of a situation where you were ghosted. Mm. Let me think. Let me get my book out. I'm joking. Um, um, there was one recently. It was it was a weird sort of ghosting. So like we're on an app kind of thing, exchanging numbers, and then he just he was like, hey, this is whoever like nice to speak to you sort of thing and then I m messaged him back just never heard back again like maybe it's been a few months still never heard back like that that was a weird one because it was kind of like well you're giving the number to kind of like talk but it's like you did one message and I just never heard back that's mental it's like an early how, how does that make you feel I don't know I didn't really think much of it I was just a bit like I'm not even gonna bother like thinking too much into it because I was like what well, I've only spoken to him for I guess a week or so but it, did it not make you think for one second well what was my hello not good enough like is it, is yeah, it I, I was thinking maybe it's my phone signal <laughs> I don't know whether like my, it was on a text I was like I don't know sometimes my text is a little bit dodgy and then I was like oh it is what it is I just got to kind of like 
Yeah, it I sounds can't like take his it wife personally. saw the message and maybe blocked you. Yeah. That's what it God, thanks. That's you know what? Like. That's what I'm going to be thinking about all tonight. I won't yeah. be it's not you. It's definitely not you, Ramina. It's definitely It's not problem. you. And that's the thing with ghosting. It's never yeah. you. It's always the other person. I had a situation actually over lockdown. So I um, recently broke up with someone in the summer and then I was like, fuck, I'm just going to go on the dating app. So I went on the dating apps during the whole of the pandemic and obviously I wasn't meeting anyone. And even when things were opening up, I still didn't really meet anyone. I was doing a lot of virtual dates just because I just wanted to be safe. And and I was How talking virtual dates literally on zoom you just chat for ages and the great thing about oh, wow. zoom is that it times out in 45 minutes if it's shit <laughs> fantastic <laughs> I'm all about the free zoom yeah all about the free zoom and um, so yeah I was doing a lot of that and there was this one guy that I was talking to and honestly I don't normally have a pen pal when I'm dating because it's just a waste of time but he didn't have a choice and we were sending I am talking about you know on whatsapp where you have to press read more because yeah. it is so oh freaking long <laughs> we were having like it's because he was giving me these paragraphs these monologues so I had to kind of do it back <laughs> we and over lockdown you end up talking about so much that you probably wouldn't share so quickly in a dating scenario face to face anyway we've been talking for about a month and a half right and we've been messaging and messaging and messaging and then I know for a fact he had to go back to Canada to sell some sort of property whatever um, I wasn't like emotionally invested because I was talking to quite a few people I was dating and then um I just said, oh, let's do a Zoom. Let's finally chat. Like, we haven't even spoken on the phone. (sighs) Ghost. (laughs) I did not hear anything from him ever again. And I was just like, what? Sounds like a catfish. Like, yes. (laughs) Oh, Aaron, maybe he was. Yeah. Yeah, His webcam's broken. (laughs) I was like, we were talking for absolutely ages. I mean, it's not that, like, I mean, how did it make me feel is probably what you're going to ask. I was just like, flipping out. That was a waste of time. Monologues every day. And my fingers were hurting long messages. (laughs) I I just feel like it was a waste of time, though. Like, sharing things that, like, when I wasn't even going to meet them, you know? So... It's just like you could just say like I just you know I just don't want to zoom I'd rather wait to meet you face to face or something you know not yeah, just not, disappear yeah. yeah so that that really pissed me off but Aaron what about you give it to us you can't be Mr Perfect oh, I'm definitely not perfect but um <laughs> uh okay uh years and years ago mm-hmm. um I met this girl in what was that club in near Paddington called? Anyway, it was like one of those like school nights when you're out in the par- <laughs> in, at a party and it's like, it's not as full as it would be, but it was quite full. And I seen this girl and she she looked like like a thicker version of Amber Rose. Oh Ooh, my God. Thicker version? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, she was thicker. Yeah, it was, oh man. Anyway, um, <laughs> and um, we ended up exchanging details and stuff like that. And then... Um, Oh, I'm trying to say this in the most respectful way. I'm trying to say it's all right. How, it's a podcast. How, 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 yeah. How 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 openly can we talk? We can <laughs> talk well openly. Yeah. <laughs> well, things happened. Things happened. Um, and put it this way, it felt like I got used. <laughs> yeah, and it happens to guys she, a lot. And then she never like she ghosted. I was trying to reconnect, but it's like she and she did live far to be honest. But it's like she was kind of like it. It, it had the it had the remnants of I've kind of got what I wanted. Like mm. let's move on, kind of thing. And I was like, "Wow, this is is, is, it, is this how it feels? <laughs> like it's this, true. Is this, how, is this how it feels?" And so yeah, we never really um 
we never had a chance to reconvene in any type of way. And I think I seen maybe like about I can't remember how long it was. Like I had her on social media, and I think she was in some sort of um, serious relationship where she was living with someone. I think possibly engaged and stuff as well. So maybe it could have been a situation where maybe she had this person all along, and that's why we didn't reconvene. Or maybe she just wanted to do what she did and never really have any type of recommencement. I don't know, but I remember mm. feeling really confused by it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, was like, I just. Yeah, mm. yeah the, um, the point um, that you make, you know, when you said that maybe she got what she wanted, sort of thing, and maybe that's yeah. what a case is like ghosting. They get what they want out of yeah. you, and then when they don't want it, they just ghost. Yeah, which is quite harsh, but it's, it's, mm, the, it's it the reality is. of the times we're living in. But there is so <laughs> many people getting that situation all the time. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's happening to them all the time. The question is, how are we supposed to avoid these things? How are we supposed mm. to, you know, avoid the whole ghosting? We can't avoid it, it, it just happens. I think one way that we can negate it slightly is just by having clarity at the start. So, you know, not every situation that we get into needs to be some love, you know, some love story that's leading towards a glorious, illustrious marriage ceremony and happy ever after. Not every situation is going to be like that. Some situations are just going to be, they're going to serve a certain amount of time. Like I remember I watched a movie and in the movie they said, you need to understand that some people come into your life for seasons. They're seasonal people. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just need to understand that they're not going to be the permanent person. They're going to be a seasonal. So they might be here for a season, might be here for spring, but they might not be here for summer and autumn and winter. Mm. So I think clarity at the start of the situation in terms of, look, I really like you. I think you're really cool. Let's date. Let's talk. Let's have some fun. And if any of us ever feel different about this situation at any time, let's be honest with each other and tell each other about that. You know what I mean? And, you know, we'll speak about it and it'll be no hard feelings. Maybe we can carry on a friendship rather than a relationship or, or, or anything else. But I feel like, especially for men, not to try and put gender stereotypes on it, but especially for men, we sometimes don't like to have that honesty. We like to kind of like have it all, you know, have our cake and eat it. And then when shit hits the fan, we maybe take the easy way out, which in many cases could be a ghosting. Mm. Mm. It's run. all about clarity and honesty at the start. Because yeah. the thing is, uh, well, what we need to realise is a lot of times people will actually appreciate the fact that you're honest with them at the start of a situation. They, they will appreciate it. They might not even like it, but they will appreciate it. And it might even say, do you know what? I don't usually invest myself in something like this. But the fact that you're being so honest, let's explore it and see where it goes. And sometimes it might even build on something really amazing. You might end up in a, in a really good relationship that started off from maybe just a situation ship, but you have to have the honesty and clarity at the start first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree mm -hmm. with that because like I think even when, when I go on dating apps and stuff, I do normally say at the beginning, like, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for fun. Like, obviously, I'm not yeah. boring. I want to have fun as well. But like, I'm here for like a relationship. I'm looking for the one, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I always make it clear at the start. So that yeah. sort of sort of sex situation shit would, would not happen with me. You know, I'd make yeah. it clear from the beginning. But then also, like, for example, when I'm not interested in someone, I am fucking honest. I am so mm. honest. Like, for example example I went on a date with this guy and it, I just was not feeling it and I told him it and I wanted to pay for the food because he paid for everything else at the beginning and I was just honest with him and um, he didn't listen he tried to kiss me at the end but anyway that's another story um, <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't give a shit about my honesty but I try you know at least I tried to be a kind person um, and then another time when I've been virtually dating over lockdown I've just had to just say to them straight away I just I'm not interested I just don't feel a spark I just whatever it is I don't make an excuse but I'm just honest i never ghost anyone because i just feel like you know it's just just not the right thing to do really right mm. yeah like how long do you kind of like 
like if you're speaking to them for two days you don't really want to speak to them anymore do you give them that sort of speech or just leave it do you mean like how long mm. do you have to speak for it to well be two like days posted? is not really two days is not really enough really i mean actually do you know what neha put yourself back in the box all right <laughs> if i was to look at my bumble right now because obviously i'm, I'm properly seeing someone at the moment so i haven't been on the oi, dating oi. apps oi, oi. i haven't i haven't properly been on the dating apps for like a good months and months right I'm sure there's loads of conversations there where I've just you know I haven't deleted the dating apps yet I'm thinking to do it this weekend so I think I may send them an out of office um, and just be like (laughs) (laughs) I think I might just be like it's been lovely speaking with you I have found someone I may return back in 2022 but pray for me that I don't (laughs) take care lovely seeing you (laughs) (laughs) but I might actually do that to be fair because you are right if it's two or three days like do you message them then I don't know. Do I go back to those apps? Yeah, because like, what excuse can you? Well, what even explanation can you give to them? Because you don't know them enough to even say that we've got no spot. Because it's like we've been speaking for what, like two days. That's really hard, actually. Because like yeah. you, for example, you just turned around and said you messaged someone that you thought was all right on the app. Because it's hard to match with people, let alone you know be ghosted after a couple mm. of messages. But then. He didn't reply back to you after. So it's just like, for you, it's a bit like, oh, okay. Hmm, that's a shame. But for him, he's probably like, oh, you know, uh, he may have already found someone, you know? So you don't really know. So do you still message people even if that happens on the apps? Aaron, what do you think? Do you think that's too early, too much? You know from the first conversation. Like, those apps make people so disposable. It's, it's, It's incredible. Like, I think... Like when I was on the apps, because I had never been on any apps ever, but I also became single. Um, like I guess, well, it's weird. lockdown. I think I forget lockdown was a whole year, so it kind of feels like a whole year has been lost from my life. So it's been about maybe a couple of years ago now when I became single, and I was a little bit lost because I was in a six and a half year relationship. Oh yeah. So I was a little, I was a little bit lost, and so I went on these apps, and it was just really new for me. I I, I wasn't used to this, like, and it, and it felt like everyone kind of came with a spiel for like straight away like this is what they're looking for and I was like well, I'm yeah. not really ready for that I just wanted to have like a general conversation first but anyway I'm, 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 I'm rambling what I'm trying to say is within the first conversation you tend to know if this is your kind of person or not and sometimes for me what would happen is is those conversations would have had happened and then that's it it's not happening again. Some of them will try to maybe um, <laughs> like re-spark a conversation, but I wouldn't even open those messages no. because you know that this is not your kind of person. So in terms of the two, three days, I think, I think, well, it's up to you. I personally, uh, I know from the from a first conversation, I can't lie. So I would, it, it, it's one day for me. My my threshold is a lot probably shorter than what your what, what you guys want um, threshold is because I can kind of tell within a. Yeah, I can tell from a from a first interaction whether this is my kind of person or if this is going to go anywhere, and I'll just leave it as that. And I think the app allows you to do that. It makes it so disp- makes people so disposed. You can even um, unmatch someone, and then like so you might go back to message and you can't message them anymore because they've yeah, unmatched you. Yeah, that is such realized, a good point. It makes yeah. apps make people so disposable. What's saying? That it's is not so, nice, so but, it, but, but it is the, it is the truth. So I think, mm. in regards to what you do, Naya, I really respect it. I think it's probably going to hurt these guys at the start to hear it but your 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 critique or your feedback might actually help them to become uh better daters maybe even more uh compatible partners for somebody else like what people don't realize is sometimes that someone might not be for you but what you interact with them and what you contribute to them might actually build them up to be a better person for somebody else 
and that's true. something we don't think about enough no so, it is true so and it's yeah. never you it's never your fault it's normally um you know it's 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 not about you it's the, about the other person if they ghost you it's not you it's it's more says more about the other person <laughs> it's true though isn't it well yeah well or, or, or maybe this says a lot about the connection or lack thereof yeah you know because yeah. if there's a connection why are you going to ghost you know you, you, you aren't going to ghost in the connection you're this probably going to you're probably you're probably ghost a lack of connection this is so true. it wasn't meant to be anyway well we'll hopefully be able to give sarah from london some tips as well because we always get contributors on the podcast every single week and she's got in touch with us to share her experiences hi guys i wanted to tell you my story of being ghosted just before everything happened with COVID, I was dating a guy for a few months up until lockdown. Spoke every day, had loads of plans of things that we were going to do. And it was going really well. We were sort of talking of like meeting each other's parents and stuff. So it was just everything was great. Um, lockdown happened and see, we couldn't see each other, but we were still talking pretty much every day. And we were just really excited for lockdown to be over and had all these plans for when it, when it was over. And then just suddenly I just got this feeling from him just within a week or two that he was just messaging a bit less. Um, we hadn't had a phone call for a, a long time. And I just had this feeling that something was up. So I asked him to call me. He just said work was really busy. I asked him to call me. Um, he said he would call me the next day. Next day, didn't hear from him. Didn't get my usual morning message from him. He didn't call me. So I messaged him just asking if everything was okay. His nan had been quite ill as well. So I was a bit worried that maybe his nan, something had happened to his nan. Um, didn't reply to me. So I rang him, no answer, and literally never heard from him again since. Didn't block me, opened my Snapchats, didn't read my messages on WhatsApp or didn't open them. And to this day, not heard a single word from him at all, despite me trying a few times to speak to him. It was so out of the blue and so out of nowhere as well, because... From both sides, we, we both seem really happy. Um, but yeah, just goes to me and that was it. I think that's absolutely insane that they're spending time together. They met each other before mm-hmm. lockdown and chat all the time during lockdown. And then all of a sudden, you know, talk about meeting each other's parents like you do in conversation. And then the ghost. That's so bad. And and the thing is, is that he didn't even like sort of communicate back. Like it, it takes him, what, five seconds to just respond back to something. Like even though I've ghosted previously, I wouldn't do that. Like I would give an explanation if someone sort of prodded me and was like, what's up, Ramina, sort of thing. But like, yeah, it's just, that's just horrible. What do you think, Aaron? It's cowardice on our part. Like us men, we can, re- I hate to generalise us and put us all into a category because we're not all the same. We're not monolithic, but... It's cowardice on our part. I think for us as men, rather than just uh, manning up, in, and that's the irony, manning up, but manning up and um, being honest or truthful about how we feel, what's happening, we, t- we tend to, to use the, uh, the coward's option and just disappear. To me personally, um, I'm a person that analyzes the situation. That situation sounds to me like, not to always play devil's advocate, but it sounds to me like either he had started speaking to this person when he maybe had a break or had maybe broken up with somebody. And I think that sounds like maybe him and this person may have reconnected. And rather than telling this girl, 
I feel like maybe he just did what he did. Or he could have still had someone all the all, all along and was trying to maybe be a sports fisherman to see what he could catch. And when things started to get too serious, maybe he covered out and um, and took an exit from the situation. I don't feel like it was just a simple ghosting. That, for me, doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, like because they're mu- talking. There's much more to that story. Yeah, yeah, there's much more to that story. Yeah, definitely on his side of things. But well done for her for obviously, you know, saying is everything okay and not jumping to conclusions and just like, oh, maybe it might be his nan. Like, it's really mature of her, you know, just to say like, hey, what's going on? He could have at yeah. least sent a message to her. That's what I think is ridiculous. People have invested time, money, yeah. emotions, effort, yeah. you know, know and that's that's not nice you know it's cowardice man it's cowardice it it's something that you know and i'm speaking from personal perspective it's something that i look back on and i think to myself you know i could have dealt with some situations better i could have been a little bit more honest um i could have possibly have put someone uh you know at ease or at least in clarity of the situation and of my actions rather than leaving them in the lurch and making them feel like you know um completely confused and the worst thing is they're probably blaming it on themselves thinking what's wrong with me or looking mm. at things that they might have said or done and it's nothing to do with them a lot of times it's 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 simply us it's us it's sometimes too many options it's yeah. sometimes just being you know being dishonest or whatever it might be i feel we do we do owe people an explanation but we are not living in that in that time no, like and you've got to think about it. We're, in, we're kind of like the most anxious generation today. And if we're not the most yeah. anxious, we're talking about it. So we know we're the most anxious. And anxiety is about the unknown as well, you know, and, and not knowing. Yeah. And and that will just cause more anxiety. So it's really important to just let people know. Um, who cares yeah. of how they react? You know, I let yeah. someone know that I wasn't interested in them. And he was like, um, made a joke of it. And then like joked around with me. And then was like, no, thank you for telling me. Um, and that was really mature of him. The second person was like, really like, yeah, well, to be honest, you were messaging me less and less. It was always me making the effort first. So I kind of knew anyway. Thanks mm. for letting me know whoever you're going to be with. Like, just really like, like reminds, really pissed yeah. off. You, like, you know, when you say, and then, like, your honest, butt is anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if I'm honest, that's probably how they all felt. But some men are just, uh, are just some people, not even men, some people in general are just better at masking true emotion yeah no one's gonna feel happy about being told you are not doing it for me what the hell what do you mean i'm not doing it for you so everyone's gonna feel like how he felt but the first person has obviously had the class and decorum to be like you know what well let's make a joke of it let's call it quits and say goodbye and i respect that but at the same time you have to be honest like no person is gonna really feel good about being no true actually true actually but i think it's a worse feeling not being told at all because that's a quick wax strip isn't it it's like rip it off done it's painful it hurt at the time but then you can kind of get over it quickly whereas if it's something which is slow and drawn out and you think about it all the time it takes it takes a long time to get over that I think I actually remember the first time I got ghosted was in 2016 when I first started dating again I met this guy off the app um I thought he was really good looking like we had a good chat whatever I mean to be honest he was really good looking for me that was enough at that time being new to dating um and um and and also and also he was Muslim so that ticked a box so I was like yeah good to go and he was also half Pakistani half English he was modern but he was Muslim so he was like a mixture of both which was great so I was like happy days and then um, yeah exactly (laughs) modern and Muslim that's that's a happy recipe that is and then all of a sudden he just like 
saw me once on a day and then slowly, slowly ghosted me and, you know, slowly stopped texting me and I was so heartbroken. I was like, is it me? I'm not ready for this dating scene and did it. And to be honest, that was my first day and... I've been on like in years and it was I wasn't like if I look back I wouldn't have given me a second day to be honest so like why it's, why um I just think I one didn't dress very well because my friend because I love dressing up and I love fashion right and my friend was like I want you to dress really casual so I wore leggings and a shirt that's not me and I just felt like I look like shit and then secondly I I think yeah I don't know I just nah I, I think I just yeah probably was asking really too open and direct questions I think I was too much of a lad <laughs> not really flirting much <laughs> I wasn't very girly I think I was just being a bit too honest on the date so probably probably put them off but hey ho but you learn but it's important to tell people if you're just giving it yeah. to me like you're wearing leggings and a shirt you look like you're going to bed make an effort not going on a second date I would have probably got over it a bit quicker well, it's definitely not that. And that, and if that was a reason, then that person is not the kind of person you want It's not the kind life. of person you want in your life. No, you are yeah. totally right on that one. But no, the other definitely. one is like, do people want to receive that level of honesty? Because I don't know, like everyone's sort of like, who have like sort of broken egos, I guess, by the end of it. If the, people are like, I don't like the way you smile or you're annoying the way that you do this or like, I don't like this. Then you just end up like, I don't know, like picking apart your sort of self-esteem. Yeah, I guess, yeah. like, I think um, a mature, simple message is good. Yeah. So, of course, we've got loads more uh, contributors that have got in touch with us. And we've got one girl who honestly has had a right little mare when it comes to, to being ghosted. And she's just absolutely fed up of it. Um, but she has actually had feedback from them as well. But let's take a listen to Daisy. Hello, ladies. So, on the subject of ghosting, I think it's a really horrible thing to do. But I can understand why people do it. It can be... I think it can be hard telling someone, you know, for normally, you don't normally have a reason, you know, I don't want to see you again. But I think it should always be said and I make an active effort to do that. Um, I think if you have just been on a dating app and you're talking to someone and it fades out, then you get ghosted like remotely, that's a bit different. But I think if you've taken the time to meet each other, you've spent money, you've spent time and, you know, you've put effort into someone, I think it is due a, a comment. People that can't do that, uh, I accept. I, I used to get very frustrated with them. I'm I'm better at accepting it now and to myself, I just think, well, they weren't for me because I require a good communicator. And if someone can't do that as a very, very basic level to another human, then they're more than likely not good enough for you anyway. So that's how I look at it. I quite enjoy calling people out on ghosting. I don't mind a cheeky text like, look, um, I, you know, you can just say like, it's fine rather than like ignoring. And I've done that a few times recently and people have actually been like, you know what, sorry, yeah, that wasn't cool. And I got quite a nice response and was like, yeah, look, I'm just really not looking for anything and you, you, um, you seem like you've got, you know, your, your stuff together and maybe you are looking for a little bit more than I am. So that's why, but I didn't know how to say it. And I was very grateful for it. And then it just makes it pleasant. No one has to get annoyed at anyone. You don't have to think that something's wrong with you. Um, and you're left not in the lurch which is a really nice place to be. And if the dating world could be a little bit more communicative, then I think it would be a nicer world. So if everyone could, if everyone listening could just make an effort to not ghost, then it would be a nicer place to be, dating and single. And yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> so that was Daisy. I think she does make a really good point, doesn't she, guys? Yeah, she does. And especially like after going on a date, spent investing into someone. Like I think it's like the sort of least that you can do is just to say that you're not interested or you're not feeling it. What do you What do you think of the cheeky little text though? After, if you feel like someone's ghosting you, I'm all like, I'm all for outing people. I don't think I'd send it. I'll probably just kind of just like it's not worth it and just leave it. I would. I think I would. If if I yeah. spent time and effort and. Like, it's not just a quick chat on a dating app. Like, it's I've mm. met them. I've met them. I'm not going to have someone ghost me. I think I'd message them. Would you, Aaron? Aaron's gone to sleep. Aaron, where art thou? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I thought you ghosted us. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I, I, I would not do the text. I can't lie. Okay. Um, I've got a I don't pride. Know, I think maybe I'm too. Yes, I'm Ego. too proud for my own. <laughs> yeah, I'm too proud for my own. It's normal, it's okay. Sometimes, yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I, I think they'll probably be me. But as I, well. <laughs> but I think this is an this is an issue that is revealing maybe the difference between sexes and in, in how we approach this situation. And I think that's also because if we're really honest, conventionally, it's probably more men that ghost women. Yeah. So I think maybe if men felt like how women have felt through uh, 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 an immense amount of ghosting, maybe we would be different as well. I think even when I'm talking about it with you guys, I don't, I don't maybe have some of the scar tissue that you guys have got because I haven't really experienced it that much at all. Not mm. because I'm great, not because I'm perfect, but I think women for the most part can maybe be a bit more um, head on with how they approach it like they mm. they might just tell them and communicative mm. communicative exactly and maybe i'm 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 not re- you know i'm i'm not really interested you know to which we have to kind of move on and say okay thank you so maybe what we need what may, maybe the conversation more needs to be is men need to communicate better <laughs> maybe mm. you know a, 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 across the board we need to commute communicate better and maybe that is also sending the little texts if we have been ghosted but me personally i would not do that mm. i wouldn't do that i i would i wouldn't i would just let it lie and let it be what it was or what it isn't and move on and that's just me as a person to be honest i, I try not to dwell yeah i think i'd probably send the message so i don't have to dwell after so i can just be like yep yeah, good done so then they don't have to say anything else about me i'm good to go but actually funny you said about um you know, men not being communicative. Say it. Communicative. Communicative. I had to say it really fast to be able to get that that (laughs) the inktive in, but I did it. And I was on the dating app, what, over lockdown, right? And um, I I came across that same guy that I went on a date with in 2016, the first time I ever got ghosted. And we matched. I swiped him on purpose, right? And he swiped (laughs) me back. And then I was like... Hello, we meet again. It was Bumble. I had to say something first. I'm not I'm not that desperate. But I was like, hello, oh we meet again. And he basically told me the reason why he ghosted me was because he is only looking for fun. And I seemed like a sweet girl that wanted a relationship. And he, then he had the nerve to ask me, are you still looking for a relationship or are you up for fun now? And I was like... <laughs> God bless him's honesty. God bless him. at least he grew some at least he grew some balls. Exactly. I think yeah. yeah. At least exactly. he grew some balls. Over the five years, at least he's finally decided to be communicative, right? Yes. Communicative. <laughs> exactly, which is amazing. So it's funny you actually said about male and female. And I did actually go out to Instagram to ask um if you've ever been ghosted yourself when it comes to dating. And sixty-seven percent of people said yes. 
and 33% of people said no. So obviously I swiped up to have a look at the sexes. And if we're talking heterosexual relationships, because a lot of people who are in heterosexual relationships voted, um, Mm -hmm. it was pretty 50-50. It was pretty... And and the next question, Romina, you listen to this one. Have you ever ghosted someone before? 56% of people said yes. 44% said no. I swiped up and actually I was thinking it'd be more men. It was pretty 50-50 and I actually counted. Because really? mm-hmm. like out of my friendship like friendship group, like I'm like the only one that ghosts. Like and maybe I think more from a sort of kind of maybe guy's perspective, I guess. Cause like all my friends, I always see them on their side, like really kind of like fretting over it, like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Whereas I kind of just feel like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. I dismiss it and I think that's my lack of communication style. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys and a lot of mm. girls who said that they have ghosted as well. So um okay, it's just tipped over with more guys now since we've been on this podcast, but really majority it is 50-50. It's a universal topic and it's a universal situation. So Romina, do you have any stats? at all before we um sort of give our last words yeah so on um live science they did a study and they said that out of 1300 people um about of um a quarter of the participants had been ghosted by a partner um oh. while one fifth of them reported that they were ghosted themselves that's a lot and yeah. what was weird is that that they people found that there was more ghosting in friendships than actually in relationships so, really yeah. <laughs> yeah so a lot of there's there's a lot of ghosting in friendships yeah i guess drifting apart from mm. your friends you know and you know there's loads of ghosting in the job world as well i read an yeah. article that actually within actually finding jobs and setting up interviews there's a lot of ghosting recruitment background trust me guys there is a lot of ghosting <laughs> it does wow. take the piss there is a lot of ghosting but um any but other ghosting stuff? by who like ghosting as in like you set someone up for an interview and then they just don't turn up. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought you meant like the employer just goes. You know, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh, God. No, the other way around. There's been so many times like in my past, in my recruitment life, where you set up interviews for candidates and they're like, oh, my God, this is my dream job. Thank you so much. Client. Ring, ring. Uh, Neha, your candidate hasn't turned up for the interview. Mm. What? Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> just basically wanted to sign up to Job Seekers Allowance, really. Universal credit. Just wanted to say <laughs> they had an interview confirmation. Oh, yeah. Didn't actually want to go to the interview. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, and what's weird, in the stats that I have, there's another thing that's called soft ghosting. So it's basically kind of like when you <laughs> like someone's last message. So you're not technically ignoring them but you just like their last message so you're not really replying to them <laughs> so yeah that's soft ghosting yeah and soft that's ghosting hilarious. also includes social media where you ghost them when you're whatsapping each other and calling each other but then all of a sudden you're liking their social media posts and you're looking at their stories oh, oh god we're, we're a lost generation i'm telling you we're yeah so we've lost. made it too complicated for ourselves yeah. like ugh. it's because they've given us too many options they, they've yeah. in, they've integrated they've integrated too much into the simple thing of courting and dating even the other day i was on facebook it, 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 a, an option came up to me saying to me do you want to try facebook dating i was like no i don't want to try facebook dating <laughs> it's too much there's too many options there's too many apps there's too many what, what happened to the old days when you ask someone out on a date to go courting mm. you know go, go courting with someone and take them yeah. on walks and do nice yeah. things and keep your eyes only on that one person what happened to that it doesn't exist anymore what it is it? so true because actually when you focus on one or two people at a time you actually can build really strong connections with them if you've exactly. gone past the basis of it but then like like for example over lockdown I was talking to quite a few people but then I just thought do you know what I'm just going to focus on one and actually I ended yeah. up 
finding out that this person's so similar to me and we really get on family values, culture, everything. So it's like, had I gone and waited till lockdown opens to properly date and meet loads of people, I wouldn't have built that one-on-one connection with him. But because we were in lockdown, I did. So I definitely think that's one bit of advice I would give to avoid, you know, ghosting people and having to be in that situation where you need to ghost people is actually give people a chance and build connections with actual individuals Mm -hmm. rather than five or six matches, you know? That's my Mm -hmm. advice. I even managed to build a, um, a friendship like with someone someone that was initially was supposed to be like a romantic situation we were going to date but then we actually realized that you know we we could actually work as friends and so rather than Mm. us becoming anything in terms of romantic we actually became really good friends even up to this day today so you're right you've got to give people a chance and maybe you know rather than ghosting someone because you realize you're not romantically involved maybe just be respectful you never know you could build a friendship you could you you know it it could be something else it doesn't have to be romantic we we could meet people in our lives that could be integral parts of our lives in Mm. different ways but we just need to be more respectful and communicative with each other communicative (laughs) Romina and your last bit of advice Um, I think be transparent like just be clear and I think another one is that when you're actually dating I think you need to be clear on what you want like if you just want to like have sex just have sex like if you want to be in a relationship then kind of look for being in a relationship whereas if you're in the middle and you don't know what you want I feel like most of the cases you're leading someone on or like yeah it just becomes a bit little wishy-washy and it's like yeah it's not good I think if you're in the middle and you don't know what you want work on yourself first then download Bumble yeah. my friend <laughs> 100. Exactly. Well, Aaron, look, thank you so much for coming on the Dating Dilemmas mm-hmm. podcast. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been amazing. It's been funny as well. I had some fun. You guys are amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. And um, before we go, um, we want to ask you a question. So we asked all our uh, guests this. So what's the worst date that you've been on? The worst. Joe Forrester's mm-hmm. ones are the best, Aaron. Like, he has got a book of them. Oh, my God. Um... No pressure, though. Okay. <laughs> I think the worst date that I was uh, I've been on is oh this is really shallow man. Oh I love it. Um, Give it to us. <laughs> like the person so we, we we went to meet up to I think to like maybe just have a meal and maybe possibly go and see a film or something after. And um but I didn't notice but the person kind of took pictures from certain angles like <laughs> certain <laughs> angles and when I've actually gone to actually meet the person because obviously it had started from just being on um social media I think it was when I've gone to meet the person I realized the person looks very different and also has like a really bad cross eye like, oh, no. oh, I know it's this is this is and it's and it makes me sound sound really shallow because the no, person was a nice person, no, but I just I just couldn't get over the fact of the person looking so much different to how the angled photos would show and convey, and also the. I couldn't tell when she was looking at me or looking across the across the room. Oh no, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Like, but it's the truth. Like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. We we call it Decepticons. There's a lot of Decepticons on social media. People that are making themselves look a certain way and they look completely different. Don't feel bad. You got catfished, all right? Oh, it's horrible. Never again. Never again. <laughs> well, you don't need to. You're in a relationship and I hope it all yes. works out with you and, and, and obviously your life and with her Thank and everything. You. But um, of course, tell the listeners where they can find you on the socials, what's coming up with you um, and where they can find all the good stuff that you're doing. Um, Aaron Roach Bridgman on everything. That's uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, all of that good stuff. Um, coming up, I've got a BBC documentary coming out in about a month or so. Mm. Maybe within the next month. We've got Unmuted coming out within the next month as well. Um, 
I'm going to be doing a talk at something called the Creative Summit by BYP um, on June 25th. Check that nice. out. That should be really, really good. And I'm also part of something called the Black History School. Who, uh, we have content coming out like near enough every couple of weeks. And you can catch me on there in a different kind of way. You can catch me on there doing a bit of acting, a bit of musical theatre, um, a little bit <laughs> of um, presenting. And um, yeah, different side to me that you might not have seen before. So check it out if you have the time. That's about it. Yay! People got plenty of time. They're listening to this podcast. Yeah. If they've got time to listen to us to ramble on about our, our failed dating lives for the last hour, then I'm sure they'll have time to jump onto your socials and listen to all that good stuff, all right? <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. But thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys, man. Much love. Much love. Bye. Bye. See you later. You've been listening to the Dating Dilemmas podcast with myself, Neha, and Romina. Our socials are at Dating Dilemmas Official. And of course, get your Dating Dilemmas in using the hashtag Dating Dilemmas Podcast. And we'll see you very soon on another episode so we can talk about it.